Hi guys, welcome back to Typically Peachy and welcome to 2023. I hope that you guys had a great New Year's, a happy holidays, hopefully got to spend some time with your family and your friends. I know I definitely did. I had such an amazing break, you guys. I know I technically didn't take a break from podcasting, but I did have a work break and I was fully able to decompress, take some time off. Like I mentioned, I went on vacation. I went to the Dominican Republic with my family, my boyfriend, my sister and my brother's significant others. It was such an amazing time. And I know I mentioned a couple weeks back that I felt like it was going to be kind of hard for me to take this break, specifically because I wasn't taking a break from podcasting. But right before I left for this vacation, I opened a fortune cookie and the fortune that was in it read, quote, find time to rest the same way you make time to work. Isn't that the perfect fortune to get right before you're about to take a vacation? It was kismet. As soon as I read that, I knew, Emma, you have to fully relax on this trip, have fun, enjoy yourself, do not think about the outside world for this allotted amount of time. You can deal with everything else when you get back. So that mindset definitely helped me to make this trip the best that it could be. Because of this relaxation time, I was able to read, start, and finish books within a couple days. I love doing that, especially when you find a great book that you really, really love, which of course I will get into some of those recommendations a bit later. Other things that we did on this trip, I spent a lot of time by the pool, in the ocean, on the beach. We did some sailing on the ocean one day. That was really fun. My mom treated me and my sister to beachside massages, which were so ideal, incredibly relaxing. Thank you, mom. That was the best. We ate a lot of great food, played some games, we played Catan. Me and my dad were on a team and we were victorious. We just all had a really great time together in paradise. I am already longing for the next time that me and my family can all do that together again. And while the trip ended right before the new year, we actually all came to Chicago to rain in 2023 We left on the 31st, got into Chicago right before dinner, went out to dinner, had a really great meal, then we went back to our apartment, were able to see fireworks from our apartment, which we had no idea that we were going to be able to do that because last year we could not see them, and then we toasted with champagne. It was truly a beautiful way to start the year off, probably one of my favorite New Year's Eve that I've ever celebrated. I was with so many people that I love, we had just gotten back from this great vacation, and we were still all together, which by the way, we haven't been all together for New Year's for a very, very long time. I can't even remember the last time that that happened. So it ended up being so special, I'm so glad they were able to come back with us. And then the next day, we had a brunch with some of my extended family in Chicago. And now we are fully in it, 2023, the first week of the new year. I hope that everyone is hanging in there. I know that the first week back can be very tough now that the holidays are behind us, but we have so much now to look forward to. This year is going to be great. I am putting that out there into the world. I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see all that's to come. And I'm really excited to kick off this year with you guys and with continuing on 
in this episode because we have some more things to talk about here. Let's get into it, starting off with what's hot this week. I have one story, and it is about the infamous music festival, Coachella. According to HypeBay.com, Bad Bunny, Rihanna, Drake, and more artists are reportedly in the running to headline Coachella 2023. Though Coachella 2023 is several months away, a short list of possible artists that could be headliners has been released. According to Hits Daily Double, the shortlist includes Bad Bunny, Rihanna, Drake, SZA, Olivia Rodrigo, Blink-182, Travis Scott, Dua Lipa, Red Hot Chili Peppers, LCD Sound System, Blackpink, Chemical Brothers, Paramore, Skrillex, and Tyler the Creator. Bad Bunny performed in 2022. However, he has never headlined before. On the other hand, this could be major for Rihanna, SZA, Blink-182, and Paramore, who have all recently made comebacks to the music industry. So far, the only confirmed headliner is Frank Ocean. He was originally supposed to headline in 2020, but those plans were scrapped after the music festival was canceled that year as well as in 2021 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Coachella returns April 14th through 16th and 21st through 23rd, 2023. Stay tuned for more updates. All right, I wanted to talk about this story because I always find it really interesting who's going to be headlining these shows or who's going to be anticipated to headline them. I think I told you guys about this last year. Crazy that I can say last year now. But last year in 2022, I actually had Coachella tickets and I ended up not going. And it was such a hassle to try to resell these tickets. I feel like when you're on the opposite end of it, like you're trying to buy Coachella tickets secondhand... It feels like that always ends up being a hassle because you can't find them or you can't find them for a good price. But now, having been on the other side, being the one trying to get them sold, that is significantly harder in my opinion because so many people are selling them. So many people are desperate to get them sold at a certain point. So then they start marking them way cheaper and then that gets really tricky because you don't want to lose money on them. That was just a mess, so I am pretty sure I will not be going to Coachella this year, but I will say that if Rihanna is there, I'm definitely going to be jealous. I would love to see her perform, and I would not be surprised if she does, because she is really coming back on the music scene. She's performing at the Super Bowl halftime show. She is back out there. It seems like she is going full steam ahead, so if she ends up on the big stage in 2023, I won't be the least bit shocked. And I do feel like that's going to make people really, really want to go. For me at this point, because I don't live in LA anymore, it definitely is way more of a hassle to plan around that. Not only do I have to buy the tickets, but then I also have to fly out there, get somewhere to stay. You don't really realize how much easier things are when you're in the city that things are happening or a tangential city. So maybe I'll go to Lollapalooza in Chicago this year instead. That would be a way easier festival to get to for me. Regardless, if any of these artist names sound exciting to you, make sure to check back for more updates on HypeBay.com or who knows, when the lineup comes out, maybe I'll share them here as well. But if you are planning on going, mark your calendars because even though it is only January, trust me, April will be fast approaching before we know it. Alright guys, that's it for what's hot. Now let's get right into what's good. I'm pretty excited for this section, 
because I get to talk to you guys about the books that I read. I read two books start to finish on vacation. The first book that I read is one that I have heard so many people talk about it. A lot of people love it. It is by the author that I just read most recently, Colleen Hoover, and the book is called Verity. Here's your summary. Lowen Ashley is a struggling writer on the brink of financial ruin when she accepts the job offer of a lifetime. Jeremy Crawford, husband of best-selling author Verity Crawford, has hired Lowen to complete the remaining books in a successful series his injured wife is unable to finish. Now, like I said, a lot of people love this book. And I will say, it was a very, very entertaining read. I got through it quickly. But without spoiling this book, I will try to give some of my feedback. I didn't love the ending. And I also feel like a lot of these books that I've been reading recently, because of the material in the book, I'm always so focused on what twist I'm going to be finding out in the end, as opposed to just being completely in the story that I'm reading. I don't know if anyone has had a similar experience with books like Verity if you've read it, but I just feel like the whole time, every single chapter, I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. And I think this is just a personal thing of me feeling like I like that, but I don't want to read exclusively that. So maybe that's why I didn't respond the same way that so many people have responded to this book. So if you're looking for a book like that, with suspense, with romance, with a couple twists and turns, then this is a really good book. Like I said, incredibly entertaining. But I will say, I noticed this a lot because I read a book directly after that. So it was kind of easy for me to dissect what I did and didn't like about each of these books. So face value, it was a good beach read. So if you're going on a vacation anytime soon, maybe pick it up, give it a try. Who knows? It could end up being one of your favorite books. Now, getting into book number two, the next book, I have to say, is one of my favorite books that I've read in a long time. I really, really loved this book. It is another popular one, and it is called Daisy Jones and the Six. Here's your summary. In Daisy Jones and the Six, Daisy Jones is young, beautiful, talented, and just beginning her ascent into music stardom when a producer pairs her with The Six, an up-and-coming blues rock band. Daisy Jones and the Six tells their story in all its unruly, sex-crazed, drug-fueled glory. I loved this book. I found the story of it so compelling, how it was written in this interview style. The author of this book is Taylor Jenkins Reid, and she wrote another book that I talked to you guys about that I absolutely loved called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I think I just really love this author. I love her writing style. I love the stories that she's telling. This story in particular, too, is such an interesting one. This band that on their own is so immensely talented and have their own story within the band. But then they bring in this one-of-a-kind rising star, Daisy Jones, and together their story, such a fun read. And the characters are so well-developed, so interesting individually, and you get that all through this interview style. I'm jealous of those that haven't read it yet. That's when you know it's a really good book. 
and it's actually getting turned into a new series. So if you guys want to read it before that comes out, I would very much recommend this book. Definitely a part of my top five right now. Another item for what's good this week is something that may be a bit unexpected, and I'm really just diving into this nerd category here, I feel like, but nerds are cool. I definitely have parts of my personality that are nerdy. I read and I play chess, which by the way, I feel like both of those things have been reclaimed. Reading's cool again. Chess is cool again ever since the Queen's Gambit. While this might seem like a tangent, it's actually not at all because the next thing that I wanted to talk about in the what's good section is the chess app. If I have any chess lovers out there that get discouraged by the fact that you don't have a chess board easily accessible to you, or maybe you don't have a lot of people that want to play chess with you, that's fine. No longer an issue because of the chess app. My brother introduced me to this app because we really wanted to play chess while on vacation, but they didn't have a chessboard where we were staying, so we had to make do. So we utilized this app, and my brother has been on this app for forever, but I didn't even know that it existed. So I thought, maybe you guys don't know that it exists, so I'm going to share it with you guys. It's quite literally the first app that comes up if you type in chess in the app store. It's labeled as chess.com. It has a five-star review. People love this app. You can play, you can learn, you can have multiple games going on at one time. If you have people in your life that do like to play chess, you can play against them, or you can play against other people, play against the computer, whatever it is that you want to do, I am happy to report that you no longer have to go days without playing chess in your life. The last thing for what's good, of course, your song. And before I say what it is, I want to share how I found this song. This year, my brother had the brilliant idea of buying shuffles online. You know, like the little Apple shuffles that people used to have? The one that's white doesn't have a screen that literally all that you can do on it is put music and shuffle through the songs that you've put on that shuffle. It's literally like a singular playlist device and how you charge it, how you put music on it, everything is all through a USB. If you don't know what I'm talking about, maybe you were too young for when these were around, which just means that these are now vintage, so they're cool again. And my brother, he had the idea to look for these online, see what the price point was at, see if they were even still out there to purchase, and they in fact were, and people are selling them for very, very little money. Because of course, we have so many devices that we can listen to music on now, and also we have platforms like Spotify, Apple, Deezer, to get all of our music. So the idea of having this shuffle is a little bit obsolete, but it is definitely something that's really fun to have. And maybe you don't want to spend so much time on your phone. So having this shuffle, I can just listen to music without the fear of being distracted by going on social media or checking my email or getting messages or anything like that. So for the holidays, my brother gave each one of my family members one of these shuffles, and he put the same however many songs on all of them. So we all have a little shuffle with the same playlist on it. I love my shuffle. I love that he did this. 
And bringing it back to this song recommendation, that is how I found the song that I am suggesting this week. It was a song that he put on the shuffle, so I wanted to share it with you guys. The song is called Elation by Isbells. And Isbells is spelled I-S-B-E-L-L-S. As always, you can find it on our playlist, Typically Peachy, What's Good, on Spotify. And now, to round out this episode, need to know a basis. There are actually two things that I want to talk about this week, and the first one is just reading a couple of my responses from my five-year journal. If you guys haven't been listening since last year, I will fill you in. Right before 2021, my mom got me what is called the five-year journal. It says on it, Q&A a day, 365 questions, five years, 1,825 answers. So since 2021, every day I have been answering a different question. And then when 2022 rolled around, on January 1st of 2022, I answered the same question that I answered January 1st of 2021. So then January 1st of 2023, I again answered that same question. So each year for five years, you get to see how you answered the same question on that day a year later. So now I am on year three. So I thought I would just share my first entry of the year, January 1st, for all three years that I've filled out so far and see how they've differed. I thought that would be kind of a fun thing. So let's get to it. January 1st, the question that I have had to answer is, what is your mission? In 2021, this is what I answered. To start this year with the purpose of doing things I love, giving my best shot at everything I do, and making positive steps forward in passions, career, and relationships. Very good, Emma, of 2021. I feel like I really did do that. I had just started a new job. Things were happening. 2022, I again answered the question, what is your mission? To find clarity in all that I'm doing. To focus deeply on happiness, maintenance, and self-progress. To understand what will make me the happiest in my passions, career, and relationships. And act on that understanding. This is the first time I've read that one back, and it's pretty cool to see. That's why I love this journal, to see how you were feeling on that date a year ago. And that one I feel I really did fulfill. Last year, I did try to focus on just getting more clarity in the direction that I was going, which is actually part of the reason I started my other podcast, Excuse My Reach, because this medium, podcasting, is something that I love so much. And even though it's not a full-fledged career for me, focusing on it and putting a lot of myself into it is something that I love doing. I love doing it with Typically Peachy. I love now doing it with Excuse My Reach. It's just really fun for me. And I feel like last year, I really focused on finding that out for myself. Because sometimes even if you know that you love something, getting yourself to admit how much you love it and then pouring more into it can be a hard thing to do can be a hard thing to start and now 2023 on january 1st i answered the same question for myself what is your mission to make my own midnight find what's right for me and ride with it don't second guess strive for even more clarity and if things still don't seem crystal 
Try to have fun while making it shine. Learn, grow, keep going. So this one I wrote only a couple days ago, and it perfectly transitions into what I really want to talk about, which is that first sentence, make my own midnight. This phrase is actually something that my dad said to me on New Year's Eve, because like I told you guys, as soon as we got to Chicago, we ended up going to a restaurant, and then we went back to the apartment to rain in the new year. But when we were at the restaurant, it was like 11.30, so we had 30 minutes to get back to the apartment. We were kind of feeling like we had to go to make it on time. And my dad said, don't worry about the timing, we'll make our own midnight. That really stuck with me. And it stuck with me as more than just the situation that we were in, but it meant something to me in a larger sense. As soon as he said it, I thought, this is it. This is the thing that I'm going to try to focus on for myself in this new year. The idea that this year can be anything that we want it to be. Midnight can be whenever we need it to be. Celebrate what you want, when you want to. Go by your own timeline. Focus on your own path. As I get older, I've realized how insanely important that is. To not always be looking around what everyone else is doing, how far up this imaginary ladder they are. Focus on what you're doing, on what paths you need to take in every single direction. Just because somebody else is getting there at midnight doesn't mean that you're getting there at midnight. So make your own midnight. Work towards it. Figure out how to get there on time, but on your time. That's what I'm going to try to do this year. It's going to be a good year. I can already feel it. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you have an amazing rest of your week, a fantastic weekend. Spend some time with the people that you love. Say something nice to a stranger. Remember that your timeline is your own. And don't forget to stay peachy, my friends. 